I'm Dave Cauley, investigative journalist and host of the podcast, Cold. Don't miss Cold's new Season 3, where I look into the unsolved disappearance of Cherie Warren, a woman last seen leaving her job at a Salt Lake City office in 1985. Police cast suspicion on Cherie's estranged husband and boyfriend, but never made any arrests or recovered Cherie's remains. Find Cold Season 3, The Search for Cherie, anywhere you get your podcasts. Welcome to the KSL Home Show, brought to you by Ozma Designs. We open the doors for local home buyers and sellers with a fast-moving show about Utah real estate and home design. Here's Heather Osmond and Lindsay Ertz on KSL News Radio 102.7 FM and 1160 AM. Welcome on into the home show today. Thank you for joining us. Happy Saturday. Hope you're having a fantastic one. Well, Lindsay Arts here with Heather Osmond, who owns Osmond Design, stores in Lehigh, stores in Orem. And Heather, uh, every so often we have these episodes where I just get to sit back, fold my arms, and listen to y'all talk shops. So I have a feeling that's what's going to happen today. You know what, Lindsay? We are going to have such a great episode today. It's such a beautiful morning. And better than that, we have Drew Armstrong and Matthew Flinders back on the KSL Home Show with us. Woo! They are two of the best real estate agents in the entire state of Utah. And if you're looking for a high tech real estate partnership, these guys are your are your guys. It's mostly Drew. It's mostly Drew. Well, I, it's true. I, I do the tech. Yes. You're sorta. very high tech and you take incredible drone footage and oh, photography. Thanks. You guys are killing it out there. We've been on the bleeding edge of technology for years. You really Drew, have. Drew was in Newsweek back when he was like 22 years old. Oh yeah, that was a because, long time ago. Right, because he was but one still. of the first agents who was using digital photography in yeah. marketing. Hello, and I think photography right now is how you get people into your homes if you have mm-hmm. listings. Yeah, it totally yeah. is. No doubt it makes about a it. a big difference. Okay, so you guys, what's going on in the, in the national real estate industry right now? Well, interest rates are going up. They're about five percent now. So what what is that doing to the market? That's uh, we are losing more buyers. More buyers are priced out of the market. We've seen buyers going just shell shock as they realize, hey, the payment for that same house I could have bought three months ago just went up four hundred bucks, five hundred bucks, which hurts for that for that same thing. And so. Uh, a couple days ago, then the uh, economist for the National Association of Realtors just came out and, and said, "Here's what I think is going to happen." Um, uh, he he said, uh, "You know, things are slowing down because interest rates are going up." Uh, now, locally, I think we're still we still have a lot. We have a big supply and demand problem. So, uh, not enough supply and still some really strong demand. People that need housing, so people are still offering on houses, still buying houses, even though their payments have gone up. But the number of buyers is is going down. And so uh, nationally, he was just talking about how he thinks things will kind of slow down, maybe more of like a 3 to 6% appreciation this year in a lot of markets. But uh, Drew and I still think we're we're still in we're gonna we're gonna beat those. If if we had to guess, we're gonna beat those numbers. Yeah, this we've year. probably seen ten percent this year already, which is crazy. Um, but you know, in some areas and some markets, even in Utah. We're seeing houses sit on the market for two weeks, which is kind of unheard of in in some. I mean, in the if you look at last year, I think the average time on the market for almost everything was about two days. But um, we're you know if it, if it's a upper end or if it's bigger stuff, bigger land or something unique that it's sticking around for a while. But we, I mean, since our last show, we sold another listing. 
for over $100,000 over the asking price in Sugar House. So if it's like in the right area, it it's still crazy. How, crazy, do you guys, crazy. how do you guys feel like real estate agents are faring this as the interest rates go up? I mean, this slows your income, essentially. Well, I, I'm sure it will. Um, it For us, it's actually been busier because people right now want our attention because they want to find something. You'd think, oh, well, we're just going to... Things are still going to go up. There's they want to get in before it goes yeah, up there's, higher. Yeah. There's only been... In Utah County in the past... Well, in more than my career, in the past 35 years, it's only gone down twice. And once it went down by... 22% in the in the Great Recession. The other time it was like 1% or 2% in 1990, and Salt Lake County skipped that. Utah County had that happen in about 91 or 92 when Geneva Steel closed for about a year and a half. It went down just a little bit, mostly in Orem and then a little bit in Provo because that's their, the largest employer closes. At this point, we have so many employers, that's not going to happen the same way. We're diversified in a different way. The economy as a whole might be affected a little bit, but there isn't one industry that's going to collapse a market like it did down there. But it, it it is so unusual. I mean, even when the dot-com bubble burst, I mean, I was selling real estate. That was like in 2001, 2002. And, and things went down to a meager 3% a year for a couple of years appreciation in Utah, but they still went up. Mm-hmm. And, and so people right now, a lot of our clients are like, oh my gosh, help us. We got to find something quick because what they're worried about is interest rates going up further. Yeah. And I want to know how important it is to not play the shoulda, woulda, coulda game right now. My husband does this all the time and I try to like, <laughs> be like, we can't do this. Like, oh, I should have gotten in 10 years ago. I should have gotten in two months ago, right? Two weeks ago, yeah. right? Real estate in Utah continues to go up. So I know people are worried about, oh, it's at 5%. It used to be 3% or 4%. These are incredible interest rates. Incredible. Incredible. Investors are getting in the market. Everyone's still making huge amounts of money on real estate, not only on a monthly basis, if it is a real estate investment and collecting those rents, but as as the appreciation, right? Just the yeah. overall appreciation, the tax deductions, there's so many benefits for being but, in the market. But I mean, when you, uh, we haven't seen as dramatic an increase in interest rates in 20 years. Right. I, I mean, the last time we were seeing this, I remember in 1998, because I was selling in 1998, interest rates hit about Dude, nine. old. I know. So old. <laughs> it, it, interest rates hit about 9%. And we're at five, you know, I mean, we're still epically good interest rates, but so the, the interest rates are epically good still at 5% compared to 9%. But when the rates jump that much, that quick, it's the, I mean, it's a two point jump in two months, basically. And when they jump that much that quick, of course, it's going to affect things. And that's what they want it to do. That's what they're trying to stop the inflation a little bit by doing this. But if they overdo it, what's going to end up happening we're still building our stuff. We're still moving forward because what's going to end up happening is is the Fed is doing this on purpose to slow things down. If it, if they overdo it, they're going to bring those rates right back down again. So, uh, well, and with the election cycle coming up here shortly, I I really am guessing that things are going to stay where they are, or the interest rates are going to go down because they need the economy to stay strong. I assume that they'll go up a bit more before they go down, but generally that year before the a major election, especially we we see them drop them because they want the economy looking good. Exactly. But uh this isn't the 4-year cycle. This is a 2-year this time, so it's not going to be quite the same.
Right. We still have a lot of demand from within. I, I was uh, listening to this economist. He was saying that uh, uh, Utah, Idaho, Texas, Arizona, Georgia, and Montana still have more jobs now than before COVID-19. So, Lindsay, I'm guessing you're reporting on things like that. Yes, sir. And uh, we're still seeing a tremendous number of investors buying properties here. Absolutely. Um, it's about 22% of the transactions in some price ranges, and that's up from about 15% of the transactions a year ago. So people are moving their money into real estate at this point. Oh, my gosh. I have a funny story about somebody looking at investment properties. You Can can you tell it now? Yeah. Yeah, you go. got two minutes. Ready go, to go. Drew. Uh, okay, so <laughs> we were digging in the vault this week. We uh, got funny this things is that happen. So I'm, this one's I'm, a good one. I'm taking this young couple out looking because they they have a house, but they've saved up a down payment for like a, a, a investment condo, you know. And so we're looking at condos that are they're already investments, and so this one has been rented to somebody. And so we go to open the door, and I get the door open, and I go in, and there are loud noises coming from uh, one of the bedrooms. And so I close Drew, the door. Drew, we're not this kind of show. It's a family show. It's a family show. I close the door. Saturday morning, all the kids are asleep. To, we're trying to leave because we're like, oh, my gosh. And I, I can't get the key out of the lock because it's kind of stuck in there and I'm jiggling the doorknob hoping not to alert anybody that we actually <laughs> opened the door. It's pretty bad. What is I going on? I said a little prayer and it came out. So. Oh, good. And you guys <laughs> took off and you did not show that property. Look, they lost They lost a good buyer on oh that home. Gosh. Oh yeah. my gosh. Uh, tenants, you know, BYU student tenants probably. That's a problem. Anyway, we have we have our crystal ball out. It, there's a lot of mud on that crystal ball, but we think uh, our prediction for this year is we're going to see some increases. I don't know. We were guessing internally sure. about eight percent still. Yeah, I think I think we've already seen about ten, and I think it's frantic buying because they're going. Oh my gosh, interest rates are going up, and let's do it before it goes up further. And so we've I think we've seen probably close to ten percent in, in along the Wasatch Front, you know, Ogden to Provo already. But I think we'll probably see another eight percent still this year. There is an so. incredible development that is just south of Lone Peak High School in the Highland area. Mm-hmm. And David Weekly is one of the contractors in that subdivision and they actually have a moratorium right now on selling to investors. They will only sell to owner occupants mm. because they had this huge amount of investors that were buying all these properties and they just knew that the entire neighborhood was going to be full of renters and they stopped that. And it sounds like, as I did some research on it, it wasn't just in Utah. It was actually a national thing that they did. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, you know, it is a great time to invest nationally in real estates, but specifically in Utah, we are still exceeding all the expectations of everything, all the experts and um, what their predictions are. So get into real estate. Lindsay, I'm sold, let's man. go, girl. I'm sold. Okay, Drew Armstrong, Matthew Flinders, uh, UtahRealEstate.net, Armstrong and Flinders. She's got a jingle then. I'm Perfectly. a professional, folks. We'll take a break. More on the home show in just a minute. KSL Home Show, sponsored by Osmond Designs. If you like talking about Utah homes and real estate, then this is the place on KSL News Radio. 
Welcome back into the home show today. Thank you for joining us. I am Lindsay Ertz. Heather Osmond's with me. She owns Osmond Designs in Lehigh and in Orem. And your guest today, Heather, they keep me laughing all hour long. Seriously, I'm always laughing. It's so fun. <laughs> They're definitely a highlight of the month to have Drew Armstrong and Matthew Flinders on the show. They are two of the best real estate agents in all of Utah. Welcome oh, back, thanks. you guys. Armstrong <laughs> and Flinders. Right, that's us. But when we, we were just calculating because we've sold over two, we've, we've closed over 2,000 transactions. Well over two thousand transactions now, and if you think about that, when you're when you're closing that many, how many houses have you seen? And and we think, well, you know, on average, we're showing over ten homes to each buyer that we sell to, yeah. and so how many houses is that? And some we've had people come in, and and I don't, I can't do this, I can't remember houses uh, as well as Drew can, but but uh, he'll st- he'll say, where are you from, or where are you moving from? Which house on that street? Oh, you mean this one? And Drew's been <laughs> in that house before. He's got yeah, this like I can great. Yeah, Drew wow. can remember him. Um, I think uh, we've sold one house four times. I think yeah, that's that was a record. probably the record. Same but house. A couple Jeez. of houses twice, and we've been in a lot of houses around. So Okay, you guys. Yeah. So in talking about that, tell me about, I mean, obviously I'm furniture and interior design, but tell me what difference that makes. It makes a big difference. I met with a, a guy this week. He is uh, 68, so he's thinking, you know what, I can't do stairs for that much longer. And so this is, I think I'm going to move now. Find he, he went down to Arizona, and he's looking at houses there and thinking, well, I can get a main level living house with a pool and I'm excited about that. And so uh, anyway, we went walking through his house and I actually referred him to you and said, you need, I am not an interior decorator, but you need to call Osmond Design. got to update this thing. Right. got to update this thing. In fact, you'll do better if you move out, we repaint, have them pick some flooring for you, do a couple of other things and then sell the house because it's going to make such a big difference for you know uh, a buyer to come in and it's move-in ready. He'd you know? been there for 28 years by himself. Wow. You know, so. so it was due. Yeah. Right. So this last week, I don't show a lot of homes to a lot of clients, but my sister and her husband want to downsize. They have a beautiful home in the Cedar Hills area. They have a neighbor that wants to buy the home, but they have not been able to find anything. So we've been looking from... Draper, South Jordan, all the way down to south of Provo and Orem and Mapleton area, just anywhere in that area, three million and up. Uh-huh. And you would not believe what I have seen. I mean, I'm in people's homes. Believe. You would believe. Yeah. You yeah, guys would believe. Sure. But again, I'm not never letting any of you in my house. <laughs> never. Our KSL <laughs> friends, you would not believe what we have seen in the three million and up price range. I mean, so many homes are either bare or they're crazy rundown. I mean, in this price range, you wouldn't think there would be a lot of fixer-uppers. Maybe um, they're house poor. Well, they very <laughs> they well could be. Exactly. They have a lot of kids. Yeah. They have but, college. But and- I see that and I'm like, why in the world? I mean, I, I've seen houses where they're only, like the basement is all finished, but there's no furniture in the entire basement. They're right? only living on the main floor. I'm like, mm. why Why did you buy a house this big? Right. If, they're if not even not using it. use that space, it's, it's weird sometimes. It's very, very strange. And this has just been within the last few months. And so, again, I've had to uh, reevaluate and, and realize that, you know, how you live is really, really important. And how you sell your home is even more important. People do not realize that as a, a real estate agent with my sister and her husband, we're walking through homes and we go to a nicely decorated home versus one that's empty or um, disheveled. It's cluttered. It's 
it's, you know, even in those upper price range, you automatically have an emotional response to that. Absolutely. You are are not going to get the same amount of money, even though it could be a nicer home in a better location. Yeah, that's true. I I mean, when was the last time, and you know this, Heather, because you decorate all the parade of homes, but sometimes somebody puts a house on the parade and it's empty. There's no furniture in it. And I'm telling you, people spend like a third of the time that they would in a house that's decorated in there. And, you know, I, the way you live is one thing that, I mean, right. live however you want to live, but when you get ready to present your house to try to get somebody to buy it, it's an emotionally driven decision. I want to talk numbers for a second. Matthew, you always talk about how you can buy the new furniture that you're going to put in your house that you're going to move to and mm-hmm. actually like recoup that money. You call it free furniture. I, I really think it's <laughs> free furniture. You're a big proponent when, of that. When, but what's the what's the like cost benefit here? Do I need to spend ten grand in furniture? Will I get twenty grand back? What, what on do you the guys, size of the yeah, house. What do you guys see? It depends. So I the first place I learned this was back a long time ago when when Drew and I sold uh, five or six houses for Heather, and and I am the numbers guy, and I would go crunch the numbers and everything, and I would really see Heather's homes were selling you know five or six percent more. Then the market analysis would show my, you know, my careful market analysis. And I, and I came to realize like not everybody can decorate like her. So that's not fair. But I know that, that, you know, I'll go into some homes and some people I can just tell if you'll go, you know, right now, you know, you're going to buy the new home. Are you going to buy any new furniture? You know, what if you went and, and talked to Heather Osmond, you know, got a designer, bought, got some good furniture, put it in your home. It's going to sell for a few percent more if you do that. For the exact same house. For yeah. the exact same house. It'll sell but, uh, faster. Yeah, it'll I, feel better. I, I totally am a subscriber. I'm just wondering, mm-hmm. like, how much do I have to spend? Right. Well, when and, you're saying 5, 5%, maybe 8% kind of thing of the value of your house. Yeah, 10 so grand's if, not that much. No, yeah. no. Yeah. But but five, you know, 5% of a half million dollar house back in the day it's like twenty what twenty five thousand yeah. dollars. So you know it's it's mm-hmm. significant. Yeah. And about yeah. five years ago, we built our dream home in Alpine, and we ended up having a neighbor that wanted to buy it. Mm-hmm. And then within two weeks, we had someone email us that wanted to buy it. At the time, I was posting pictures on Instagram and just doing some marketing stuff. And mm-hmm. and um, then we had someone come and knock on the door within two weeks. And I remember looking at my husband going, what is going on right now? Why are people knocking and calling yeah. and emailing and all of these things? And so we decided to put our home up on the market and we put it with, you know, if you want to buy the furniture, that's great. We had multiple offers. We had a bidding war, people fighting over, and they bought all of our furniture. Oh so we pretty gosh. much took our clothing, took our silverware, our dishes, <sighs> and our food in the pantry, and almost everything else stayed. That's so right. crazy. Fun. Yeah. yeah. Well, well, that's because you've just been out looking at homes over $3 million, and you've realized like how many terrible homes there are out I know. there. I wish I had 10 more good. to sell. Right. Seriously, yeah. at this point. Well, and one thing you have to be careful of is it's like there, in the last month, there are two houses that they they appraised and then we priced it at the appraisal knowing that it was probably a little bit low and we've sold them for both of them for well over a hundred thousand dollars more than what the house appraised for so you got to be careful that sometimes you know we have somebody that put their like their neighbor got it appraised and the word got out in the neighborhood in highland that they were selling and the neighbor says well we'll pay you ten thousand more than the appraisal 
And they undersold the house based on what we just did to the one across the street by $70,000, would have net $70,000 more. Well, and knowledge is power. So do not sell your home for less than it needs to be selling for. Call Matthew Flinders. Call Drew Armstrong. Call Call Drew. Call Heather Osmond. We'll help (laughs) you get your home ready to sell. We'll take a break. More on the home show in just a minute. KSL Home Show. Brought to you by Osmond Designs. We open the doors for local home buyers and sellers with a fast moving show about Utah real estate and home design. Here's Heather Osmond and Lindsay Ertz on KSL News Radio 102.7 FM and 1160 AM. Welcome back into the home show. Thank you for joining us. If you are just joining us, you can podcast this show wherever you podcast. Just search for the KSL Home Show. You'll find all the past episodes there. Heather Osmond with me, Osmond Design Owner and Interior Designer, stores in Lehigh, stores in Orem. And Heather, not only do you make people's homes look beautiful, but you make them more money. We sure try. You know, I do have some background in real estate. In fact, years and years and years ago, I used to sell real estate with Drew Armstrong and Matthew Flinders in the same office. We were all newbies. We were like little puppy dogs. Yes, we were. And we worked so hard and we laughed and we learned. And we, you know, looking back, we have so many stories and hilarious experiences. You guys have been in this real estate market here in Utah. And I pivoted to interior design, which has been really fun for me, but we continue to work together. And it's so fun to have you back on the show again. Right. Mm-hmm. Thank and when, you. And when you've sold as many houses as Drew and I have, and you've walked through as many houses, you've had so many funny things happen to you. Hilarious. <laughs> from, ridiculous <laughs> things. Right, right. And like constant funny things that happen. You've like, walked in on quite a few people, haven't you? <laughs> you know, I mean. Some weird stuff. Naked people, food <laughs> things, uh, do- pets. Pets. Uh, oh my gosh, it's just so many crazy things. Drew, you should tell some of the stories. We we wrote down a couple stories that we remembered this week. We were just on the floor howling, laughing at some of the okay, things that well, happened. Here, here, you guys should write a book, here, honestly. Yeah. This could be an HGTV show right we, here. We have a friend. My neighbor owns a wedding venue, the the bungalow down in Pleasant Grove, It's which is the best but you know, so cute. Ever. It's so cute. Yeah. Anyway, and they should write a book too from all the hilarious things that have happened. But anyway, we've had a lot. Yeah, I have. Okay, so I'll, I've got a bunch. I don't even know where to start today. But there, so we had one where I had this cute young couple, and they were handy, and they wanted to find kind of a fixer upper house. And so we think we found the perfect one. The backyard was incredible, but, but the house was a little dated. And so we went and looked at it, and then we looked at the rest of the houses on our tour, and and the next day they wanted to go back. And so they asked their uncle, who's a contractor, if he could come and look through the house with us. So we scheduled an appointment. House is vacant. So we're going and looking at it. And um, and he decides – I mean, he's basically going to do a home inspection. You know, he's crawling in the crawl space, and then he goes and gets his ladder out of the truck, and he's going to go look in the attic. And he gets up – and so we're kind of holding the ladder and waiting for him. And so he crawls up the ladder, (laughs) and he goes in – it's like he's getting his knee over into there, and he has his headlamp on and stuff. And he goes, (laughs) 
and he jumps and scares us to death, and then he starts laughing. And I'm like, what is – so he found – so he, he starts lowering a snake skin no! No! down through the, the, the roof, you know, to the, through the hole into the attic. I hate snakes. And, he, and he's like, there are like 30 more of these up here. No. And, and we don't know where the snake is. Yeah, what, we're what out – just the skins. The though. wife is in the front yard all, before he gets that thing down. Before <laughs> she's in the front yard doing the. Yeah. I just ran through spider webs. Exactly. We didn't. Buy I'd the be house. like, next house, next house. We're out. Yeah, we, yeah. Did, we didn't. Get Bad juju in that house. Hard pass. Oh my gosh. <laughs> oh. Never, never be able to relax when you're home. I know. Right. Definitely hire. Shed all those skins. Getting bigger and bigger. Hire and a home inspector if you don't have an uncle oh yeah absolutely although you know right now sometimes you don't have the you just have to take it you know i mean we tell people all the time would you still buy this house if if the furnace had a problem and sometimes they're like yeah i probably would it's hard enough to get one that it's like well if everything else works i'm willing to as long as the foundation doesn't have a leak or a crack you know that's that's if there's snakes in the attic would you buy this house well matthew and i and and this is a secret but when we list a house we usually tell people get it pre-scoped the Mm -hmm. the sewer scoped because you want your buyer you think about what are the most expensive problems that could be holding somebody back from really putting their best foot forward. And that's one of those things as we say. If the the roof needs repaired. Roofs are easy because you can see them. You can't Mm. see inside the sewer. And Mm. so, I mean, even if the roof's bad, as long as you know it's bad, you're, you know, that's one thing. Right. But but we, we always, okay, what, what's hiding that would prevent somebody from really putting their best foot forward. So we pay attention to that. So I've got another one. So I had this, I was showing this this older couple. We were looking at some twin homes where where they're kind of retirement homes. And I, I had called the agent, set the appointment. The house is empty for us. And so we go in there, and it's a little dark. And, um, you know, I'm starting to turn lights on and stuff, and I don't know where. The, there's two closets in this house. And he, he told me that the little grandma lady was moving to assisted living, right? And so I go, and I'm – in the master bedroom, and there's two obvious closet doors, and, and I'm looking because I want to turn the lights on if there's something for the clients who are kind of following me through. And I open this door, and I it, it was a linen closet, but this man lunges towards me. Like, as soon as I open are the door, and I <laughs> jump backwards and stuff. Well, he was hiding in there? <laughs> in the closet? Yeah, except... Some people's kids. It's not a man. It's a life-size cutout, like you'd see at a movie theater, of Justin Bieber. No! (laughs) Oh, my gosh. Grandma that's going, I'm like, what's she doing with Justin Justin Bieber? She likes him. She's a a huge fan. fan. Wow. Yeah, that would be enough to get your heart going, right? It was Justin Bieber out of the linen closet. (laughs) Oh, my gosh. I still think the best hedge against inflation is a fixed housing cost. It is. It is. For sure. Yep. If you're going to buy a house right now, people are saying, well, you know, maybe I'll just wait longer and not buy a house yet. And you're losing like money that. by doing that. Right. But but uh, think about that for a second, because uh, if if you've got a fixed housing cost, if you get your a mortgage that you can't afford, um, you're, you're covered. Um, and, and I don't think that Utah prices are, are likely to drop anytime soon. Um, you know, we've we've got uh, a lot of investors still buying 
buying properties here. About twenty two percent of some price ranges are are investor bought homes and and um I I tell people all the time the best hedge against inflation, which we're experiencing right now, is uh, investment property because you have a fixed um, a fixed cost. So you get a 30-year fixed rate if you get the right one. I mean, if you buy something that's more than a fourplex, maybe not, but you can get a 30-year fixed rate. And you know exactly what your payment is going to be every month, and then the rents go up. Rents yeah, go up. Yeah, but what about the rental happens. market? Those poor renters just get like it's it's terrible. It but you know, when the rates go end up, of the deal. Uh, the, they need to the, buy a house. The truth is, is they do need to buy a house still, but some of them can't, and, w- and then they get priced out of the market. Then they're forced to be renters, and so as you know, when you're looking at what you can invest in in the world, when when there's inflation happening or whatever. Um, being a landlord is is the best hedge that you could have against inflation because those rents change, but you have a fixed cost as the landlord. And so I, I have. Know, it just feels a little mean to just like keep know, raising rents. I you're know you're blessing their life. I know by, it's yeah, providing that. But yeah. I think as a buyer, you need to look at a home and say, "Am I willing to live here for the next five years? That's true. Am I going to have a job? Is this where I want to be? Location, location, location. Is this where I want to raise my family?" Um, will and then will the cost of my housing be less than twenty eight percent of my gross income? So basically, can I afford this? Am I comfortable? Am I going to be able to still go on vacations and and go out to eat and all those things? And then, do you have a twenty percent down payment? Mm-hmm. That's an important question mm-hmm. to ask yourself. If not, try to get there, borrow it. Um, there are some other low loan programs that are less than twenty percent, but I would look at that. And then can you handle the value of your home going down if there are some repairs or um, if the market does settle at any point, are you still okay? And I would say in Utah, you're still pretty good. I mean, obviously none of us have a crystal ball, but the past is definitely trending that you are going to still have a lot of equity every single month and every year that is increasing. And um, how much work will the house need? How much money do you need? How much time? Yeah, Mm -hmm. and time. Right. A lot of these fixer per homes can be a second and third job for a lot of people. And people just don't have the time and energy for that. So what do you recommend for that? If people want to get in the market, but they don't have capacity to maintain a house, be a landlord, get a townhouse. Yeah. Yeah. Because if you have a townhouse, somebody maintains it for you, essentially. I mean, Matthew, we had a client who Matthew had sold an investment townhouse to in like 2008. And it was probably in 2012 he was buying his next one. And and he's like, well, you know, I'm afraid that this price is going to be off. And Matthew's like, what would you say to him? You know, we he actually bought a, a townhouse in 2008, arguably at the peak of the market. Yeah, really. And then uh, had come back a couple of years later and said, hey, I saved up. I'm ready to buy another one. You know, and he was being, I thought, a little too picky about the, you know, trying to get a deal instead of buying a good quality, you know, townhome. You know, we, he passed up one that had some nice hardwood floors and I was pointing out all these upgrades and saying, this is the one you should buy it, even though it's a little more expensive than the others. And and uh, I just turned to him and I said, wait a second, you know, you're thinking about this wrong. You know, if you could go back and buy another one in 2008 at the peak of the market right before it dropped, um, would you do that? You know, because prices are higher now than they, they were then. He's like, yeah, I would. And I said, so just buy something in the right location that makes sense, that that financially makes sense, and 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 you're not planning to sell it. You're, the way you're buying it, you don't need to sell it anytime soon. So over time, you're you're going to be fine. And between 2012 and 2022, I think that's probably tripled 
in value for that townhouse. You think about it's that. It's gone up a lot. A lot. And so, I think a lot of people just want low maintenance, right? They just want yeah. easy. They have their daytime job and they just want a nice rental that they can provide to nice renters, even if it's at a little under what the market rate is, yep. just to have something that will appreciate and, and give them money. I personally love Central Bank. They have been a partner of the KSL Home Show since the very beginning. They actually happen to be my banker that we've done all of our business and um, personal loans with as well. They are trusted bankers and loyal friends. I want to give a shout out to them. They have been serving Utah for over 130 years, and we are sure proud of their history and their sustained growth and security. It is definitely because they have remained strong, safe, and secure since 1891. They believe in continuing progress is a direct result of their dedication to caring for the individual needs and communities that they serve. A lot of the central bank people are actually neighbors of the people that they loan to, and they they support those local businesses, which I'm sure proud of. Central bank also does construction loans. They do residential loans, and they have in-house underwriting. So you don't have to wait three weeks for some you know, firm or, or meeting in California. I mean, they have meetings on Tuesdays and Thursdays and give you information right there plus they know your names plus you, they know their name we like that's, that's one thing bank. we like about them right yeah that, no, no i mean central bank also does sba loans we've done several of them so we're sure proud of them thank you so much for joining us this is the KSL home show stay tuned we'll be right back Home Show, sponsored by Osmond Designs. If you like talking about Utah homes and real estate, then this is the place on KSL News Radio. Welcome back into the Home Show. Thank you for joining us. Lindsay Ertz here with Heather Osmond, owner, interior designer at Osmond Designs, stores in Lehigh, stores in Orem. Heather, you guys talk all the time about how people just like knock on your door and make you offers on your homes. How do I get that to happen to me? <laughs> I would love for that to happen to me. Someone come knock on my door. I don't think you want that to happen. No? To you. no Why? Because I think really, even in this market, you'll undersell it. Oh, okay. Yeah. All right. So, well, with that advice in mind, I still want it just to see, just to see what someone's willing to offer me on my house. But um, that's never happened to me. Take, take some Instagram pictures and start posting them. There you go. <laughs> and then people are like, oh, Lizzie's selling her house. Let's go buy it from her. Yeah. Okay, but on a serious note, Drew and Matthew, you guys do market analysis for free. So if yeah, you're thinking absolutely. of selling your home, right. call you. It's free. You come out to the home. You run the comparables. You run all the, you know, the solds, the under contract. So you run a report of all the solds, the under contracts, and the actives in that specific area and get a really good idea of where you are and what upgrades versus what what work needs to be done on your home. It's not an appraisal, but it'll be really close for a ballpark for people to know how much they can sell their home for. And I think what most people don't realize is they actually can probably sell it for more than what they think. Well, and I could do that instead of having some rando knock on my door. Let's yes. do that. That's, Let's that's, do that. That's better. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> Besides that, the other thing that we bring to the table instead of just looking at the comparables in the multiple listing service is context. 
because we've actually been in the neighbor houses and you're going, you know, your house is in like this house is in the 95th percentile in condition. And so that makes a huge difference. It's not just the square footage. It's like how well it's kept and how much maintenance has been deferred and all those kind of things. And so we we bring that to the table instead of just saying, well, it's just based on numbers like, uh, you know, some of these online sources that you can just like type it in. That's another question I have. Do real estate agents have like territories? Um, yes and no. I mean, we we cover like Salt Lake, Utah County, and the Wasatch back. Mm-hmm. Um, but if it's outside of that, then we pretty much will just refer them to somebody else um, that's good in that area. Because, I mean, our code of ethics actually says you're not supposed to work in areas that you're not familiar, whether mm. that's like areas of real estate, like industrial real estate or something like that. Now, obviously, I'm not that good in that area because I haven't been in all of the listings. And so I can't, I don't bring that context to the table. Yeah. And you do if you've been in a zillion houses, you've seen a zillion houses. So you say, well, this one is in better condition or this location is better because I know the area, you mm, know, because yeah. that right. But, but we'll sit down with people and then we'll help them see what they can for sure net on their when they sell their house and then we help them figure out how they're going to buy the next one and help figure out that whole thing so that they can actually make it happen and that's why people call us up so you can look us up online utahrealestate.net call drew because i get paid whether it's me or drew (laughs) (laughs) matthew (laughs) listen and they're real they'll still shoot it straight and they're fun it's definitely entertaining to hang out with these guys you guys work so hard i am always happy to partner with you on any design projects that you have because you guys don't waste time with sellers that aren't going to sell or with buyers that aren't buying because you pre-qualify them. We try That's not true. to. We try right. not to. You're just too busy, which is great. Yeah. We're too busy. Put a little time in up front saves you a lot of time on the back end. So that's that's the thing. So if you know what to expect, then you know how to plan. For sure. And I think the name of the game is sell your home as quickly as you can for as much money as you can. And whether you're upsizing or downsizing, get your dream home, which is should be somewhere you love to be and want to be. And do it in a smart way. So when you sit down with us, we're going to say, hey, go over and see Heather. You know, let's stage a couple of these rooms and get the house that's going to sell for top dollar. Let's do all the right things so that when you put it on the market, it sells quickly. And then a pricing strategy that makes sense so that we can get multiple offers and then get the price driven up for you so you can net the most uh, money for your next transaction. And if you're not looking to sell your home, we have more in-stock furniture than we've ever had ever right now because there have been so many of the orders that we have placed finally coming in. We overbought because of COVID. A lot of the upholstery companies are eight months to 12 months out. So we stocked up. We just landed huge containers of leather furniture. It's the caramel leather that is all the rage, sectionals, sofas, chairs, ottomans they're in stock bring your truck and trailer we also have revolution fabric upholstery which is the most innovative greatest fabric ever and it's soft to the touch but you can can spill my diet coke spill a diet coke on it (laughs) it's so perfect for the utah families we have containers of that that have dislanded and um, they're already selling as quickly as we can get them on the floor. You need to come to Osmond Designs really quick because Heather has a huge warehouse and then she's got these stores that are chock full of furniture and Heather's would like to park in her garage again. (laughs) (laughs) Seriously. We just had another container land and I have a four car garage. So three of them have furniture in them. It's all upholstery. 
<laughs> they will probably be out of there by next week, I'm assuming, because yeah. we are selling them quickly. But, but definitely come check it out. We seriously have the best products at the best prices. So happy to have Drew Armstrong, Matthew Flinders, and Heather Osmond, and Heather Osmond on the KSL Home Show today. Stay tuned. We'll be back next week.